What an honor to be back at Huntington University and an opportunity to talk with a special speaker that uh, joined us this morning. Chuck Connor is now representing farmer co-ops, but that's just part of his 40 years. He was also USDA undersecretary under George W. Bush. So not only a lot of experience, but a great perspective on a whole lot of stuff. You had a fascinating talk this morning that really revolved around three points. Review those real quickly, and then we'll dive into their application to a lot of things that are challenging us in the ag world these days. Well, Rob, it was a pleasure to join this group. I have such high regard for Huntington University and the people involved here. You know, the points I was trying to make were challenged because we've got a lot of problems, but yet we're, we're in a season when Congress is not uh, able to address a lot of problems just because of the gridlock and the partisanship yeah. that exists in that town. I attributed a lot to, we're a tough group to represent these days as, as voters out there. And, and, and I, while I blame politicians uh, in some way, I know they've got a tough job as well. And we're a divided country voter-wise. We can all get access to the news of the things that we want to hear. And maybe that gives us the, uh, the ability to, to not listen to the other side as well. We yeah. don't like our politicians very well and so they're they're not held in the highest regard and so you know when there are issues that uh, do need to be addressed oftentimes we don't listen to them and so it's just a tough political environment i'm hoping we can get back to to different days because we do have a lot of problems to address in agriculture and and the country as a whole you and i share a philosophy and i was really fascinated to hear you talk about that about that divide in the country and 60 or 70 percent of us live in the middle you know we want mom to be okay in the grocery store parking lot when it's dark but that has changed significantly we're running out of time to get ourselves prepped for a new farm bill and to your point with this political divide in Washington, D.C., that's troubling because in the past, the Farm Bill has never been a real political football. It's It's been pretty easy to agree on a lot of fundamentals, but you and I go back to a time in the 70s and 80s when it was really a, quote, Farm Bill, and now it is really more of a food assistance bill. It is mainly a nutrition bill. Uh, three quarters, if not um, even more than that, of the dollars, you know, go for nutrition assistance, the supplemental nutritional program, SNAP, as they call it. It's much, much larger than any payments that we make to farmers, so really the, the farm bill is a nutrition bill that happens to deal with farmers as part of it. And that's that's a hard thing to admit, given the fact that this is my ninth farm bill that I've worked on, but we've really evolved to that point. Because it is a nutrition bill, a lot of those people that are on ag committees have never set foot on a farm before, but that combined with this political animosity in D.C., seems like there's some real concerns about how this farm bill is going to go down. Well, we need to get started on it, Rob. There's no question about it because there is there is real concern and, and it's going to be a very, very tough slog to get a good farm bill for farmers through this Congress. So you can't get too early of a start. You know, it expires at the end of next year. If you're not uh, involved in legislation, that sounds like a long time, but I'm going to tell you, we need to get going because it's, it's going to be a tough, tough thing to do. Now, you testified before the Ag Committee here uh, just in recent days. What was going on and what kinds of questions are they posing to you? The the hearing that I testified before the House Agriculture Committee was on climate policy and how that intersects with the conservation title of the Farm Bill, which is Title II of that bill. There's a lot of intersection there. And my own view is I worry about climate change because there's some radical points of view out there that just none of us would probably share those points of view in terms of the world coming to an end, you know, within the next few years as a result of climate change, that sort of thing. But at the same time, too, there are some positive things that we can do on our farms that will 
lessen the impact of climate, but do so in a way that helps the farmer. And that's that's the balance we've got to find because we can't, during these kind of tough times, take more money out of the farmer's pocket. It just doesn't exist. Bad policy to do that. You talk about that automatically. The mind goes to waters of the U.S. What a frustration that is. I mean, the American Farm Bureau spent two and a half years battling that thing when the Obama administration put it in. And it, I guess what's frustrating to me, too, is, is that three administrations, three different waters of the U.S. bills, but it seemed like we got that fixed here in the last couple of years, and here we are back again. This is all about climate. Well, it really is, Rob, and and I'm disappointed that we're back to this position. In 2016, I I had the opportunity to uh, brief then-candidate Trump running for president at that point, and his direct question to me was, what is the number one issue that you hear about as you travel the countryside from farmers? What's on their mind the most? My response to him, which was true at that time, was waters of the U.S. was what I heard about more than any other issue as I traveled and spoke to farmers. And we thought under the Trump administration, we put this issue to rest. Whether you uh, supported Trump or not, they put out a, a reasonable rule on waters of the U.S. It was balanced. Nobody came out with everything they wanted. Unfortunately, the Biden administration chose to pull it back, I suppose mainly because it was put forth by President Trump. They didn't feel they could keep it in place. So now we're kind of back to square one and farmers are nervous. And as I travel the countryside, once again, guess what I'm hearing about? They're scared to death that the Environmental Protection Agency is going to come on their farm. And after a, a day like we've had here in Huntington, Indiana today where there's been a lot of rain and there's a lot of water standing in various places and they're just scared that that's going to have consequences for them going forward and we don't need to add that kind of burden on the farmers during these kind of times they've got enough burdens podcasts by federated media